Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Uh, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with the one and only Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. It's great to be on with you. We, you were uh, traveling for Thanksgiving the week before. I think I was uh, doing continuing education, so it's been a few weeks, man. I missed you. I missed you as well. So uh, I got to tell you, you've had a good three weeks. We got uh, interest rates are down three weeks in a row. Uh, 30-year average, according to mortgage bankers, was 6.49 down from the you know low sevens. So that's got to feel good. FHA just raised loan limits over a million bucks in high in or high priced areas. Um, what else do I got? Um, purchase Me- apps were up 4% week on week. So again, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in housing, you know, rates under six and a half. That's going to bring some people back. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and the data proves it right. Where it's like me and you can, can, can guess. And then you can say, look, rates went down, mortgage applications went up. Like the data is there. Um, and, and me and you have talked about this before. Um, you know, those numbers will increase significantly under 6%, under 5.5%. Six is the number. Six, yeah. six is the number, man. For me, that I think that's game changing. A six. Right. I, I agree with you um, because, you know, I'm talking to these folks every single day. And um, with as volatile as rates have been, and, and this big tick up, it's it's interesting to watch consumer behavior because what happens is um, rates are low for a long time and like, oh, no, no reason to do anything. We saw earlier in the year, rates started to tick up and people said, oh shit, you know, on the, went from on the sidelines to in the game because right. they don't want them to. And now that that rates have, have been higher for a little bit, any dip down is like, oh, maybe I should, I should right. get involved. Maybe I should give go me out some there. of that. Right. Yeah. And, and so it'll, it'll cause folks to to jump off, off the fence. And, you know, it's an affordability thing too, for, for California, where I do a lot of business, um, the half a percent difference in rate when you're buying four or five, $600,000 homes and, and, and higher, honestly, in a lot of areas, um, that half a percent is hundreds of dollars per month, which makes the difference between like, do I buy something and lock into 2,900 a month? Or do I sign another one year lease at 2,800 renting? Exactly. Um, and so I, I totally agree, you know, if, if things happen um, where rates come down under 6%, no doubt, a lot of demand comes back into the market. And that, you know, as we know, supply and demand um, is, is an important factor for what prices are going to do. I, yeah. I, I told somebody on an interview recently that, that like rates are, are going to <clears throat> affect demand and demand is going to be one of the main factors um, creating a floor. Right. Where yeah, anybody who exactly. thinks that home prices might go down 20 or 30 percent, um, not going to happen. Not nationally. Especially if we get this floor created because some demand comes back in. And you yeah. and I know that, you know, like, where's where's this glut of inventory? It's not. Coming. That's that's the rub. Right. I've talked about this for a year now and been right to this point. It could change. But we saw demand destruction as rates went up from three to six. That was clearly demand destruction. Now from six to seven and a quarter or whatever they were, we started to see supply destruction. Most people do not understand the amount of supply destruction that has happened, right? This whole move up market, dead. Luxury, 
dead. I mean, it's just, it's just dead. And, and you're right. What we're seeing now is inventory is crashing. I had a bet with a Phoenix agent, John Wake, I believe his name is. Uh, he was telling me, I think back in September that, you know, Phoenix, Arizona specifically was going to skyrocket inventory, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I got it on record. And I just tweeted him yesterday because I took a picture of it on my whiteboard. <laughs> I'm like, how's that inventory now? He's like, it's down. You were right. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, Phoenix is unique because of iBuyers. It was a distorted market. And, you know, Red Redfin or Huzillo, you know, thousands of units, but they stopped buying. So that that supply will eventually come off. Most of the country supply is down. Nationally speaking, supply is down. Right. And that's the thing too. Sacramento is a market that saw this big run up and, and, you know, we saw inventory increase. We saw stuff sitting on the market for longer, but we were well past the peak of inventory. That was August. It's been coming down since August. Exactly. Cause you were going to see some distortion. Sacramento had some eye buyers and that distorted it on the up and distorted on the way down. And right now you got a bunch of people that, Hey, I've, I'm, I've, I got my home. I've been to 3.1%. I'm not selling. Even if they get laid off, the whole next thing is layoffs are going to come and people are going to sell their homes. Where are they going to go? Right. They're probably mortgage payment for most of them is below rent. They will find another job. We're not well go below for- rent. Well yeah. below rent. You know, so they're not I, I've gonna got go somewhere. At the, 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 the 20 and 21 were 70% of people refinanced into, you know, sub three and a half or whatever the stats say, those people have $2,000 mortgage payments in a market where rents are 2,800. And if you bought something at the same price at today's rates, 3,500, they are like not going anywhere, not going anywhere, no matter what they have to do to stay. They've got equity. They've got a low rate. They are not moving. And, and so, you know, I I talked to someone recently too, about the, um, whatever that fancy word is for how long people stay in homes that will continue to go up. Oh, it's going to go up. It was averaging eight years. It'll, it'll go up to 10 or 11. Uh, you know, the other thing to realize is, uh, I don't think we get back to 6 million transactions probably until 2025, right? We had been over 6 million transactions for most of the last decade. And I think supply and demand destruction are so bad, specifically supply, which nobody talks about. We won't see 6 million transactions again, unless, unless rates get under four and a half, you know, rates get under four and a half. Maybe that move up my year, you know, comes back, but. Uh, I think it's years before we see 6 million transactions again. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. You know, and I think that you were probably one of the only ones, you know, saying we might do sub 4 million next year. And, you know, this is, this is something too, where no matter how well we, we are able to gauge things, it's going to depend on interest rates because interest rates drive demand. The, the, the monthly mortgage payment talk to thousands of people every single year. This is what drives consumers. Um, if rates come down, maybe it's 4.1. If, if rates stay high, like sub 4 million is, is likely. And, you know, for anybody listening, that's trying to get a grasp for like what that means, we did 7 million transactions when we had steroid injection in yeah. 2021. Right. So yeah. this is yeah. a drastic re- reduction from what we've seen. Um, and and you're probably right. If it's if it's four million ish in 2023, um, depending on where rates go, that that might go to the mid fours, yeah. uh, 2024, and and we're gonna have to see some, uh, you know, demand increases in a significant way to get back above yeah. five million. 
Yeah, we're going to be sub six, suck six million transactions for years. Last thing I want to talk about, video number one with you is something you brought to us a month ago was that FHA was going to be raising their limits and uh, not only their conventional, but also their high dollar amount. Uh, I heard a crazy number that they're over a million bucks now. Federal back loans at a million bucks. Crazy. At a million dollars. Yeah. And this is something too that like the the one rental at time community is 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 a smart market. So I can explain to them. We heard we had about, you know, a month ago, all the lenders come out and say, we're gonna honor up to 715,000. Guessing what the what it was gonna actually increase to, but not until November 29th. When FHFA, who's, you know, Fannie, Freddie, conventional loans said, here's our official number for 2023. Now it's official. And it actually came out higher than the 715 that lenders had guessed. And even in the, in the last three weeks, Mike, we had lenders that were backing off of the 715 saying, yeah, we're still going to honor up to 715, but between 700 and 715, it's more expensive because they weren't sure what was going to happen. But Q3 of 21 over Q3 of 2022, that's what they look at. And they look at, you know, their metrics for how much home prices have increased. That number ended up being 12.21%. They oh, take wow. the old limit, 647,200, which is a, a national limit for conventional conforming loans. Multiply that times 112.21. So 726,200 across the country. You know Fresno County, um, all the you know any any county out there. Then you get into high cost areas, and you know Sacramento, where I do a lot of business, goes up to seven six three six hundred. They call it a high balance loan. And then depending on county, this can go all the way up to the maximum, and and they set the maximum of one hundred fifty percent of of that seven twenty six two hundred limit. So. San Francisco, Santa Clara, Los Angeles County, high cost counties, $1,089,300 is the limit there where you can get a conventional conforming loan. Someone's going to buy for 1.3 million and put 20% down and not be in a jumbo loan. That's pretty wild to think about. Wow. Wow. So again, conventional for folks that don't know what that is, that's 20% down. Well, conventional, you can put 3% down. So so that is where I honestly think that that's probably, you know, when somebody is buying something for 1.3 million and putting 20% down, pretty well to do, pretty well qualified. They probably don't have an issue getting a jumbo loan. It's just going to be a little bit tougher, you know, more stringent underwriting. Some jumbo lenders um, will want two appraisals. Just the, 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 the toughness or or the extra guidelines involved with the jumbo, you'll avoid that by being able to go conforming. But I think the thing that that is probably going to be more impactful for buyers is you're buying for seven fifty, and you're looking to put three percent down. This is something I don't know if me and you talked about it, but three and five percent jumbo was around nine months ago. It's vanished, and and I've had people reach out to me where almost every single investor has got ten percent minimum. For jumbo loans, if they have five percent, it's grossly expensive. And so, first-time buyers, you know, some people across the country are going to think to themselves, "Oh my gosh, seven hundred fifty, eight hundred thousand is a ludicrous number." In California, it might be a three-bedroom, two-bath, eleven hundred square feet. 
It must be um, a 3-1. What are you talking about? Right, yeah, 2-1. Um, and so, so those buyers with the smaller down payments get to follow the same rules as 3% down on a $200,000 purchase, 5% down on a $200,000 purchase. And so as home prices increase, they increase this limit. Um, and um, high balance counties, you know, almost a $1.1 million loan amount is going to be a conforming loan. Yeah. And I guess the last thing to think about is, do you think this has any impact on increasing the floor in some markets? I, some people talk about this increasing prices. Instead of saying that, does it make the floor a little more firm in some markets? What do you mean by that? Like, let's just say there was a market that was going to go down three or four or five percent. This high dollar bound or whatnot comes in and, and allows people to get into a conventional loan at this new limit. Does this higher loan limit affect price at all? And I don't know if it does. You know what? It, it might. And 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 when I think about markets that are suffering or going to suffer, um, you know, the Bay Area comes to mind, right? Yeah, Where for sure, you know, if Amazon and Meta and everybody lay off tens of thousands of folks, and and yeah, it's and, gonna hurt. Know, it it's it's gonna hurt demand in those specific markets, and maybe you know the entry level of those markets. I've done a lot of them, right? And and when we mention a three one for one point two million, that's you know, Santa Clara. San Jose type market, Santa Clara yeah. type market. And so maybe, maybe it does help that floor because somebody who yeah, couldn't get into a jumbo, they didn't have 10% down. They didn't have a couple hundred thousand in the bank because jumbo also require reserves on top of the down payment. Sure. Um, maybe it does create a floor because then, you know, someone who's able to buy it 900 and put uh, some money down or whatever is, is going to, help create that for so that's a good that's a good point mike and and maybe it does i don't know for sure yeah i don't know either it's just again you raise the loan limits you got to think about the, the marginal buyer right it's all about the marginal buyer do they get pulled in or not so it's it's fun to think about matt where can people reach out to you and follow you go to greatmortgagebroker.com fill out a form that's if you're trying to get pre-approved with with me and the team if you just want to follow and, and mortgage education and and hear my advice from talking to thousands of realtors and and investors and home buyers every single year Matt, the mortgage guy on YouTube. Um, I've got stuff on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere else, but YouTube, I think, is where the, the bulk of the education lies. Um, so come subscribe and say, I'm here um, from, from Zuber. I get that all the time. People are like, found you on one rental at a time. I'm here to check you out. Very cool. I appreciate you. Yeah, give him a follow. Uh, puts out a lot of great stuff and also put in some content for my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, which people love. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Mike.